like clockwork once again uh like clockwork going into at 9:57 a.m. here in New York the construction workers are like yes <laughs> we're actually going to do work today and we're going to do work right underneath you <laughs> so there goes that uh good morning everybody so nice to be here and not just walking around i love mm-hmm. the city walks but it's nice to have this i actually thought of something really cool for the city walks uh, remind me later I'll, mm-hmm. I'll okay explain but nice um uh, to be in here and just have the f- camera pointed at me this is what the main page misses out mm-hmm. on um i uh, hope everyone's having a great morning a great week so far Wow, this week. it's amazing how much can be packed into the first three days of a week. <laughs> Not just that, but uh, weather transitioning, people transitioning, life transitioning. It never stops. That's why it's so important to stay on your game. You've heard me say this too many times, Steph, but, and, and, but some of you haven't heard me talk before about just recognizing that the reason you stay on this, the reason you stay focused, the reason you stay refining, improving, and enhancing your life is because the universe, the world, never stops giving you the opportunity to practice what you preach. Mm-hmm. It never stops giving you an opportunity to get stronger, an opportunity to be more frustrated. You know, it depends how you look at it. You can look at it like, oh, there's always something. And guess what? There's always something. Or you can look at it like, there's always something. <laughs> and, and guess what? There's always something. But there is a flow to it. And, um, and these, these last couple of months for me have definitely been that, uh, as I navigate, do you ever, do you ever, and it might just be me because I'm a little extra dramatic with myself, but do you ever just have those moments where you're just like, Hey, I'm 45, but also what do I want to be when I grow up? (laughs) Do you ever have those moments, Steph? Um, no, not really. I do. Do you? I still, I still feel like when I talk about those, uh, those moments of passion Mm -hmm. where I just feel like, go, go in that direction, go in that direction. You're one day, uh, you're one day closer, go in that direction. I do still feel sometimes. Now, the things I love to do, I love to do. I'll forever talk and help other people. I'll Mm -hmm. forever share. Uh, my victories and my losses. I'll forever share. Um, I'll forever bleed on paper. Yeah. That I don't mean it in that sense. I mean it in the other senses of of how you spend your day, who you hang out with, who mm-hmm. you talk to, uh, what you focus on in your personal life, what those barriers are, mm-hmm. um, those type of things. I sometimes like. I love this city too so much. But also, why don't I live in the mountains? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like that kind of, those type okay, of thought right, processes. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I used to have different ones. I used to mm-hmm. think when when I was really, really logistically busy, in other words, running all the companies and doing all that stuff and um, had reached a success beyond what I had even imagined, um, I would think like, wouldn't it be great to just work at like Home Depot? <laughs> yeah. Like, wouldn't it just because you know you're running everything and managing and yeah. and it's the taxes and the mm-hmm. the which different type of taxes and your employees and making sure mm-hmm. they're good and making and and across borders, not only state but international borders. I would sometimes like envy the guy who's in charge of hammers 
in like aisle eight of Home yeah. Depot. <laughs> yeah. Like that's the cra- <laughs> I would fantasize. A lot of people fantasize about other things. Yeah. I would sit there and fantasize like, oh, like that, like to just walk just walk into a place and I work there. Yeah. Like I don't have a key. I don't actually even have a key to the place. I'm in charge of nothing. Like I walk into the place and it's just there. The lights are on. I didn't pay for it. It has Wi-Fi. I didn't pay for it. Computers all work and I didn't do any. Like I didn't have to call any. Like I just show up and I put on my apron and like it's a huge store, but I'm only in charge of like these 20 feet mm-hmm. of section of hammers, let's yeah. say. And that's it. And like all day long, I just talk to people who need what I have in charge of. Like, hey, what about if I need to do? Oh, that's that's Phil over in aisle four. <laughs> like, go talk to like Phil. Phil's got it. Like, you go hammers. I'm right here. Yeah. But you, what you need sounds like a Phil issue, oh, and no. you go like. And that's it. And Steph, if I do really good, uh-huh. they give me like an extra little, hey, you did really good patch. Uh-huh. And I'm just so happy <laughs> at the end of the week, my little paycheck shows up. Mm-hmm. Someone already took out the taxes. Someone mm-hmm. did everything else. I, I just go. It shows up, you know, in the bank or whatever. And it's yeah. just, that's it. I thought of nothing. I had oh. to do nothing but be good at one specific thing in a place that I didn't build, start, run, own. <laughs> I, like, So I used to fantasize about that. And that was like a huge indication to me. Then why are you doing this? Yeah. Like at some point I felt like, oh, I'm an octopus and I'm mm-hmm. juggling all these things. And then again, the universe gives you the opportunity to practice what you preach. I was spending hours a day telling people simplify your life. And I'm juggling like a, like an octopus juggling mm-hmm. all these things and fantasizing about a simple life. Like, wait, you know, you hear <laughs> that you hear it screech. What the fuck am I doing then? Like. Why am I not simplifying my life? Yeah. There's got to be a way. Because my justification was always empowering, inspiring, and reaching so many. There's got to be a way I can reach as many and mm-hmm. delegate and do different things and not be so micromanaging. And, you know, you, you, there's got to be a better way to do what I'm doing and simplify my life so I'm not fantasizing about being in charge of hammers at Home mm-hmm. Depot. And so I did, and you know, leading to to where I am now. And it took years to simplify, but um, now I think about things about like where I go. There was a time. Can I can I discuss weird fantasies I've had? Yeah. There was a time that I thought like, wait, I don't. I think I'm only gonna write on airplanes now. <laughs> if you, if you can tell, this was a time that I thought. Um, that I was always on airplanes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so I thought, huh, like what if, because I'm, I was going to LA a couple of times, like a couple of times, um, a few times a month mm-hmm. and a couple of other longer trips. And then I still had my quarterly, uh, Arab Emirates and mm-hmm. I had my, you know, my biannually Australia. And yeah. so I started thinking like, what if I really only write when I'm in an airplane? I would get so much done. I would, if I just, you know, five hours to, five and a half hours to LA, five and a half hours back. Uh, the Vegas trips are always about five hours mm-hmm. to there and back. Um, I'm like, wow, I could get a lot done. So <laughs> I was fantasizing, like, I don't need an office. I have airplanes. <laughs> and so uh, I'd go through those type of fantasies. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, 
Well, that was a weird kind of fantasy I had. Everyone has the same other. I, I have some weird ones as far as like work goes. Mm-hmm. Um, before like dictation existed, I fantasized that it would exist. Like where I, there's got to be something where I talk into a microphone. Mm-hmm. This is like before you can talk into phones other than to talk to the person you're talking to. Oh, okay. Um, before they were smartphones, I guess when they were, you know, just dumb phones, I guess, <laughs> I don't know, whatever. But when they were just phones, so that, that, that idea didn't exist. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking like, there's, I wish there was a way that I could talk into a microphone. Sometimes like I had a microphone that used to plug into my uh, then laptop. Mm-hmm. I wish I could talk into this microphone and what I'm saying appears on a, a Word document. Yeah. And eventually that did exist. And in the initial versions, some of you listening will know this, the initial versions were really bad, like really Mm -hmm. bad. You might as well have written it yourself. (laughs) Like it was really bad. Now they're super incredible now Mm -hmm. that I don't need them. They're super uh, incredible and accurate and they gauge for your language techniques Mm -hmm. and accents and and, uh, different ways that you... uh, uh, pause and breathe during mm-hmm. your talk. So now they're fantastic. Uh, but again, I've, I've, uh, uh, uh <laughs> yes, I, I'm getting, I, I'm, it's like in the quarantine, did I write a lot? <laughs> Some. <laughs> I had just finished writing a book though. Yeah. In fairness to me, I had just finished writing a book. So, um, I wrote some. I, I I actually wound down. Quarantine was a <clears throat> was a um, was an interesting time for me because I I went in a hot and heavy Steve. I went in at full full Steve schedule, full mm-hmm. Steve pace, and then suddenly it paused. And I still had you know, my calendar. You can see it still had like all this crazy shit on it. And I'm like, oh, hopefully that not this. Time. I hope it did it. And I'm getting all the emails like, hey, Steve, you think this is going to impact us? Steve, stand by for the. And then it would mm-hmm. be like, Steve, stand by for this event. We're not sure right now. We're really sorry. And then slowly it was like canceled, canceled, yep. canceled, canceled. And then like the, you know, the United States for the first time in history, at one point in March, I think, all 50 states. For the first time in history, all 50 states were on uh, uh, emergency, were mm-hmm. in, in, a, in a state of emergency. So, um, like, my schedule just stopped. And it was like, we're going to look to reschedule. You know, we will reschedule ASAP. And, mm-hmm. and so now you're st- I'm still in that process where people are like, well, maybe 2021 we'll be able to do it in these states. Because, you know, some states have turned into the wild, wild west. <laughs> yeah. So New York, not one of nope. them. Let me tell you something right now. Shout out to anyone in New York. It it looks like we might be tightening up again. Yeah. So if it does, let's keep focused. Let's find. <laughs> let's share. Especially if you're in this group, tell me what audio books you have, what regular <laughs> books, what magazine. Tell me what TV shows you're watching. If we tighten up again. Your boy is going to need something to do and to watch. And, and so, um, and so shout out to New Yorkers and other places that might be tightening up. But there are plenty of places, Steph. Wild, wild west. Things yeah. are going. Um, and so, but going into quarantine, you started, you started seeing my schedule start to go. And, and, and I felt, 
you you ever feel like you're you got so used to a certain pace or you, you got so used to something like maybe some people feel like this on their first day of vacation first couple of days of vacation mm-hmm. like you're doing something wrong like you're forgetting something <laughs> like like the, why am i doing nothing right now like what i don't i have to be missing a meeting uh-huh. i have to like wh- why am i just here yeah. like what's why is my life so free <laughs> and then so i i at first it was like that ang- almost anxiety of of like what what am i not doing did i forget my homework did mm-hmm. i like something doesn't feel right if you're used to carrying something and then suddenly you put it down and you're moving without carrying it you feel like am i yeah you, no it's just <laughs> that you were used to carrying something and so i was used to carrying a busy schedule mm-hmm. and so when i had this time at first again we argue with reality and we have chemical reactions to sorry folks by the way if you hear that sorry it's construction and that's why uh we're having another fun show a uh, <laughs> conversational show um so you're used to carrying it and we get used to it and we have that chemical addiction to even if things are bad for us they're good for us whatever we have chemical addictions to our our whole life is chemical addictions we are walking bags of chemicals mm-hmm. that's what we are and we have a piece of our body all of our body likes these chemicals, all the organs, but a piece of our body that tells us how much we like them and pushes for it. It's like a, a, your brain is like the lobbyist for the rest of your organs. Oh. And so you get used to a certain pace. And when you don't get that pace, your brain, your body complains. Um, and so the beginning of quarantine, I was kind of in like, oh, shit, things are different. Mm-hmm. Uh, what am I going to do with this free time? And then also you were, I was kind of, and I sure I can't, I can't be the only one who thought this way. I was kind of like, uh, oh, this should be over soon. So you mm-hmm. kind of just deal with it because in any minute it's going to be over. And then when you get deeper into it, you're like, I guess this is just it now. <laughs> like it's, you know, it's like. I guess this is what it is. And so you start, I started like, wait a second. Again, the universe gives you the opportunity mm-hmm. to see, to to practice what you preach. I said, well, well, let me, I'm jumping in. I keep hearing everyone say when things get back to normal, back to normal, back to normal. And then I started thinking, wait a second. Back to normal, I felt weird having free time. Why was, how did I let, that boiling frog you know how did i yeah are you familiar with the boiling frog idea so with most things boiling frog and i want to do i know i asked you to to remind me uh, the other day um not necessarily on the air but i do want to do a show on influence mm-hmm. i think that that uh, one of the things that i think nobody talks about because the people who use this are in power positions mm-hmm. and they don't want everyone to know which instantly means why I want everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I, I want to talk about it and, and do take note that I want to share the positives, the oh, cool. And I also want to share the really, really disgusting truths about influence mm-hmm. um, because we should know. And that's that's how I that's how I go with it. But so boiling frog is is one of these influence techniques um, that that has come to become a little more socially known 
as far as uh, how things happen in your life, how mm -hmm. you allow them to happen in your life. And so the idea is, the premise is, uh, metaphorically, that if you boil water, if you bring water to a boil and throw a frog in it, it's going to jump out because, mm -hmm. ah, that's hot water. But if you leave the water room temperature, put a frog in it, and slowly bring it to a boil, it will sit there for it till its death. Oh. It won't jump mm -hmm. out. And so influence techniques, you know, and, and don't forget, when I was in the military, they called it, and they still call it, psychological warfare. Oh. PSYOPs, mm -hmm. psych psychological operations. Those same ideologies and the same practices and principles and the people who teach them, mm -hmm. when they're in the marketing world, it's just called marketing and influence. Yeah. It's the same system of psychological <laughs> operations. It's just led on to your own public as opposed mm -hmm. to the public elsewhere. And so Boiling Frog takes that thing. Like if you want to introduce something that people are going to rebel against, you can't. You can't just say, hey, look at this. They'll be like, no, hell no. But if you slowly, if you slowly present it mm -hmm. and you use little techniques like problem reaction solution, which is yeah. one of the techniques that are used, which is you present the problem, they react and offer the solution. I'll mm -hmm. give you an example in a second. But if you slowly bring the people, then, then like the boiling frog, suddenly you'll have that situation that you would have jumped out of if it was presented to you that way. But it was instead given to you in such slow doses that it ends up that way and you sat there the entire time. And so here I am wondering, you know, when I'm, when it's about to be go back to, um, uh, when it's going back to normal, like, wait, why do I want it back to normal? I, I felt weird for having free time. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. How did I let, let that boiling frog happen to me? And it just happens. We do it to ourselves. It's not just other people doing it to us. Um, we do it to ourselves and we slowly allow and justify, slowly allow and justify. And before we know it, you know, talking how many people in the narcissist conversation were like, and before I knew it, I'm apologized to the person stabbing me for getting blood on me. <laughs> Like how if if you had presented that as, you know, five years ago before you met this person, mm -hmm. if you said, hey, would you ever apologize for someone, you know, metaphorically apologize to someone for getting blood on them while they're stabbing you? You'd be like, no, <laughs> no. that's crazy. Five years later, slowly as they mm -hmm. boiling frog with their wit and charm and nice mm -hmm. and sexiness and all that stuff. Slow as suddenly here you are and you're like. I just apologized for making a tyrant angry. Like, what? What? I'm walking on eggshells and then apologizing when they crack. Wait, mm -hmm. the what, what happened? How did this happen? The boiling frog. And so, um, so throughout quarantine, I kind of like, wait, what do I, why do I want that to go back to normal? Mm -hmm. I spend so much time building up to doing what I like. And so, I, I during this when 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 this new normal, as they say, uh, comes back, my my life will look different as far as business wise. It will look different as far as how what I engage in. It will mm -hmm. look different as far as what I drive myself crazy over and what I'm focusing on. I'm fortunate to have that opportunity and that option, um, and fortunate enough to see 
that I have that opportunity and option. And so, yeah, during quarantine, uh, it, it was a time for, for growth and, and a time for me to cut loose, um, a lot of things that, that served me for a while and, mm-hmm. and didn't serve me afterwards. And, and sometimes you have to make those painful decisions that, that, that are in line with the truth that sometimes you outgrow things. And we, we want to hang on to things, but sometimes you outgrow them. Sometimes they're not good for you. Mm-hmm. Every, every person knows that when you try and fit into something that you've outgrown. Everyone knows that when you, you know, the, um, uh, the, uh, the idea of kids and kids hang on to things that they've outgrown. And sometimes you have to, Hey, you know, that's, you've outgrown this and they rebel because mm-hmm. they don't, but, but you know, it's not good for you anymore. Yeah. And so, uh, these type of things that happen with us, uh, always the, the way that we outgrow our eating habits. I know that my eating habits I outgrew and the more I argued with that reality, <laughs> the more my body physically, emotionally and everything paid for it um and so we we, like that i'm not immune to any of that so yeah during quarantine that was that was i imagine that was it for for some of you uh as well i would think you you know what i would like to do uh to to see how many tell me if you think this is a good idea or bad (laughs) idea uh so all of you out there like can we do like a zoom like a Zoom or everyone just be respectful and we will talk and take turns talking or sharing or doing something like this, but you can chime in here and there. Like that's possible, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where even if it's a couple hundred people. Oh, I don't. I, I don't know that it's going to be a couple hundred people. I think that yeah. they'll eventually watch this, but I'm mm-hmm. saying the live, let's say the live is 50, 100 people. Mm-hmm. That's got to be possible, right? Because yeah. I see class schools doing classes mm-hmm. there's got to be a 50 or 100 students in some of those colleges so it's got to be possible let's look into that because yeah, that would I'll be fun having this with people chiming in with yeah. their stories first of all will be like a five-hour show but also <laughs> hilarious <Yeah>. there's no <laughs> way have you seen some of the comments even in this group mm-hmm. like in our private group mm-hmm. some great personalities yeah. in there so i'm sure that w- we would have a lot of fun in that so let's look into that also um but yeah, and, and so problem, reaction, solution that someone's asking about, mm-hmm. it's actually it's actually pretty nasty and, and, and influential. And remember, when I do this show on influence, I, I want it, the show should be called Manipulation. Mm-hmm. Remember how I said a, a few shows back that really there's like 10 words, but there's a thousand words for each of those words yeah. that we use, but it's really like 10 words. Mm-hmm. Well, manipulation is one of those words. So influence is the word manipulation. Mm-hmm. Inspire is the word <laughs> manipulation. Like you're trying, I'm trying to inspire them to be better. Mm-hmm. You're trying to manipulate. Yeah. We just use it in different connotations. And manipulation mm-hmm. has a negative connotation. So we've learned how to add salt and pepper. We learn <laughs> yeah. how to dress it up. We learn how to throw a little makeup <laughs> on there. But it's the word manipulation. I don't give it a negative connotation because I understand the word. I understand that any time a human opens their mouth and talks, it's an attempt of manipulation. Even if I say, hey, I'm hungry. Can we stop and eat? I'm trying to manipulate you into what mm-hmm. I need. Mm-hmm. Now, the word manipulation is what people rebel against because they've been using it against the people they hate for so long but it's really what's happening no i'm just letting you know how i feel 
for no reason or so that I respond. Like, mm-hmm. so, you know, so it's, it's when you're telling a story, I'm trying to convey what I would like you to know about this, this scenario. And again, these are manipulations. So most of these things are manipulations. And I, and I want to be comfortable saying that word and recognizing that the word influence, the word inspire, mm-hmm. all these things are manipulations. And when people say to me, I don't, I don't manipulate, then you don't speak. Or move, hmm. or or, rec- or or do your eyes. If someone says to me, "Hey Steve, it's raining, but you don't need your umbrella," and I go, <laughs> "I just manipulate. I told you what I was thinking, and now you know you better." Well, no, really, we don't. Yeah. What would make you say, "No, really, we don't"? Because I manipulated that response. Right. And so, um, so in being uncomfortable with that, I do want to talk about that. Well, one of the things, real quick, only because I brought it up was this idea of problem-reaction-solution. So and I want you to know, disgustingly so, I know how I've told you in my confessionals, this has been a very big <laughs> confessional kind of time for me, um, in my confessionals that with some of these major companies that I've worked with in, in marketing and inspiration and, and story, mm-hmm. uh, you know, brand storytelling and that kind of stuff. It is, I'm really, it was really just hired to be a grand manipulator in the sense of like, let me, you know, put these stuffs out there. And, and most people would be disgusted with the conversations that are happening out there and the layers of people of, of these are who are going to repeat this uh, mm-hmm. without even checking in on it. That's, that's why clickbait works because they know that there's going to be a certain percentage of people that are just going to click and share it without even reading or looking into it, without even doing anything at all looking into yeah. it. And, and ha- you know, and, and so they... They know that they're going to be like parrots, mm-hmm. you know, like like mindless parrots. And they're just going to repeat, repeat. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, because it's going to go into their confirmation bias. Your politician said, um, I hate Fridays. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like and it could be in a long conversation mm-hmm. that that was like, um, uh, you know, my my favorite days of the week are uh, or there's only one day of the week that I don't rescue puppies <laughs> there's only one day of the week that i don't rescue uh-huh. puppies and feed the starving children and and build shelters for <laughs> for the homeless like they could be saying the most kind things mm-hmm. and the only day is friday so because it's the only day i'm not doing anything amazing in mm-hmm. my work for the lord <laughs> i've come to I, I hate fridays what's the headline politicians as they hate Fridays and then they know that some people are going to click on it and be like, bro, this is clickbait. You didn't, it's not even, it's completely out of context. Definitely said it, but Uh out of context. Um, and, but they know that a small percentage of people are going to click on it like parrots Mm -hmm. and that's going to grow and then they're going to do it again and that's going to grow. And they know this, this is a manipulation that they know. And if you knew what they call, do you know what they call those people? What? What? The insider talk for those people they call them useful idiots oh is that horrible yep (laughs) they call them useful idiots Hmm. hey if we put this out there it doesn't matter the useful idiots are going to just click reply and they're going to build on the rumors they're going to build on it so they're going to click share and they're going to say look at this piece of garbage i knew this piece of garbage was you didn't even read the article you have no idea how that you were just manipulated into click baiting Mm -hmm. clicking and sharing something and then building on it 
mm-hmm. building on it. Yeah, they call them useful idiots. Wow. Wow. When I do this show, maybe this show, the show that I do on this, I'll put in the main page also. Yeah. To just drive everybody crazy to <laughs> to ensure my assassination attempts, <laughs> and so, so, with problem reaction solution, am I boring all of you here? No, you're I, not I don't boring. think that I. I think that you are all good with this, right? Um, so with problem reaction solution, what they do is they say, okay, so, uh, we want to, I don't know, I'm trying to give a, a, an explanation that isn't in any way, shape or form like political or anything Mm -hmm. like that. But let's say, um, actually I can give a political one Mm -hmm. from back in the day. Okay. (laughs) After we win our independence here in the United States of America, uh-huh. after we win our independence, um, the the colonies are set. The Declaration of Independence is written. Mm-hmm. That's a declaration of war. The British come over. There's a fight. We win. Welcome, United <laughs> States of America. The first president is General George Washington mm-hmm. becomes George Washington. What happens is, though, these colonies while becoming a new America, weren't quite united yet. Think of how difficult communication was yeah. uh, back then in the 1700s, <laughs> right? And so um, so they had an issue. So they, they said, okay, well, now we have all these soldiers are super hurt. We, we need mm-hmm. to train more soldiers. We don't have enough gear. We don't have enough. And we don't have any money because we don't have a federal government. We have these different colonies. Oh. Mm-hmm. And we can't really tax people because that's the reason we left. <laughs> so how the F do we do this? Well, so they said, listen, folks, I know we left for taxes. I know we left for taxes, but mm-hmm. we have to supply our military. Um, and we have to grow this thing as we become a nation. So we're, we're, we're going, we're, we're going to do 1% tax. Mm-hmm. There was almost a civil war. That was oh. almost it. We, we, we're going to do a 1% tax. There was almost a war and they almost killed the people in charge. Jeez. So I said, okay, this isn't working. <laughs> And this is the first, like, this is a perfect example of problem, reaction, solution. Um, then they said, all right, well, what if we tell them that our, our spies, our, our lookouts are, are coming back and courier messages that the British aren't done yet? Hmm. They're reforming and they're getting bigger and stronger than ever. And they're planning to come back. And take this shit back. We thought we were done and we're not done. What if we tell them that? So they did. Huh? So after saying, hey, you know, we have mm-hmm. to kind of rebuild and strengthen and solidify. We're going to do a 1% tax. The people revolted and almost killed mm-hmm. them all. So instead, they went to the people and suggested a problem. Right. Hey, everybody. The British, they're setting up, they're, mm-hmm. they're building up. They've got all the armaments. They're getting big and strong and healthy and they're going to come take this all from us. They're going to go do that. So they said, do the problem. The reaction mm-hmm. is, Oh my God, what are we going to do? How can we stop this? How can mm-hmm. you help us? They offer a solution. You know what the solution was, Steph? Oh no. We know. Mm-hmm. 
what we'll do is, I guess for a 3% tax, <laughs> we can build up our military and we can be ready for when they get here. They're never taking this from us. And you know what the people said? Thank you so much. Oh, well, there you go. 1% tax, mm -hmm. they revolted. But when they were given a problem and they reacted, mm -hmm. they were offered a solution that was three times higher. And they said, thank you. Wow. And that's what, when you hear me talk about uh, where I used to mask it, when I used to say, hey, if someone's trying to convince you you're drowning, believe me, they're selling life vests. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was trying to do. Problem, reaction, solution. Mm -hmm. You know, that's every, you walk into a bookstore. That's, that's what that is. Mm -hmm. the, the cover is the problem they're presenting you. Are you blonde enough? Are you tall enough? Mm -hmm. Are you fat enough? Is, how's your ass look? How do your boobs look? Mm -hmm. How do your legs look? What happens? What can you augment? How have you seen how this woman looks and this actress looks and this? How about this? And so they, they are, the headline is the problem. In the sense that what they want is your reaction. Huh. Because when you open those pages, guess what they offer? The, the solution. solution. Wow. The solution. Nothing's real. <laughs> <laughs> that, so problem, reaction, solution is one of the simple, most effective ways of influence or manipulation mm -hmm. that you see in relationships. You see it in, in all kinds of relationships, business, personal and again, marketing relationships. You have a, a relationship with the marketing companies in the sense that they will, what we think is a headline is actually a suggested problem. Mm -hmm. And they're waiting for your reaction so that they can offer you the solution. Wow. Yeah. That's Find so out how, crazy. Not, not blah, blah, blah enough? Find out it's okay. We've got your answers. <gasps> They'll literally tell you problem, reaction, solution. And like a dummy, you go in there and click. <laughs> They're literally telling you this. Uh, but again, that's, um, that's all of us. That's, mm -hmm. we are, we are, um, susceptible to this. Hmm. We're susceptible to this. And so there are entire organizations. There are people filled with people who do, what I do, rooms filled with them as we speak right now um, that are working on how to get you to click something and to buy something yeah. and to feel like you're drowning so that they can forever sell you life vests. And so it's, um, it's something that I want to do an entire show about. Mm -hmm. It might be like the narcissism show. It might be something that we have to do several shows about. Yeah. And I know for a fact that I'm going to piss off so many people. Oh, yeah. But Absolutely. I just think that one of my one of my goals in these next, you know, in these in this next few years mm -hmm. or until I'm done doing it, but um is to really be to have that transparency, the good, the bad, uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly, mm -hmm. you know, in that sense of have that transparency of, hey, this is how susceptible we are. You know that there are people right now waiting for you to click share. And, and, and when you do, they're considering you one of the useful idiots. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This useful idiot will repeat what we said without looking at it. And they'll even add to it to give it credulity. Because when other people see it coming from us, as in like the mm -hmm. media company, mm -hmm. We have no credibility. Right. But when Janet shares it to her Facebook group and her <laughs> Facebook friends, 
then it's got credibility. And Janet even add, of course he said this. What a piece of garbage. Now it's got credibility. And all the people that already think that, they're going to click on it. And so you have found a long line of useful idiots. And that's the way that they look at it. They look at it with products. They look at it with articles. Mm -hmm. Because really the article isn't even about the article. Isn't that what's the craziest part? People will write things. It happens to my friends. It happens to a lot of close people to me. People will write things and you think it's so scandalous. You think it's so whatever or it's completely inert. You open it and you're like, huh, why did they write that this guy hates Fridays when Mm -hmm. in context it doesn't seem bad at all? And then you'll just swipe it off as, oh, you know, shitty news media, whatever. But what you don't realize, it was never about the article, that guy or how you feel about that guy. It was about when you click on that thing and share it, the company whose little advertisements on Mm -hmm. there, they're paying for that. Yep. So you're making money because you, that's why they talk about celebrities so much. You're like, what? Oh, let me guess. This celebrity slept with someone else. Who cares? You care. Mm -hmm. And all they care is that product that's advertised in that page that you think is just an annoying Mm pop-up or it's an annoying little picture that's on the side that really seems to have nothing to do with, you know, if you go to a, a thing about, oh, see who was voted off of of the survivor, of survivor still exists, but see who is o- who's <laughs> voted off survivor last mm-hmm. night, and and yours, you click, oh, let me see, or or uh, this person was voted off survivor, mm-hmm. and you'll never believe what they said, and you're like, <laughs> what did they say? And you click, right, and so you're wondering, and it's like, oh, they said uh, this was fun, I love you all, and you're like, wait, what the hell? Yeah, because it didn't matter. Mm-mm. It was the little shampoo commercial. Yep. That you had to scroll past. Yep. That's what why they wrote the article. They don't give a shit about Survivor, yeah. that person, or you. They yeah. want to be able to tell the shampoo commercial, mm-hmm. hey, that's a million dollars because 16 million yeah. people clicked on this thing. It has gotten so bad. I'm not going to name the website, but I think you know what I'm talking about. There's a website, you click on it, and the entire page is ads, and a little section of your screen is the actual article these advertisements are are crazy. I, I won't. Do you know my view on it, Stephanie? Yeah. And it's not a mm-hmm. positive view. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to. Sh- you know, crap on all media. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't even yeah. want to say anything because it's not. I have to formulate what what my proper response is going to be mm-hmm. as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. But I do know that media isn't about media. No. It's about the products that are advertised on media. Mm-hmm. And there is no, like, did you know that there is no media rules? Like, this is what I found, and then I find it interesting. And then let me just make sure here that, um, um, make sure I'm not boring everyone. W- what I found is, like, I I didn't know that journalists weren't allowed to not tell the truth. Like it's it's suggested mm-hmm. and it's within their code. Yeah. To be honest, mm-hmm. but it's not actually a, a a rule. So they can just say whatever, and the ones that don't follow the code, they mm-hmm. just with amongst themselves they say they don't follow the code. But you don't see the difference. Oh. 
And so amongst themselves, even if it's on a news media channel that's like famous, mm -hmm. within that, some of the different people who work for that news channel be like, oh, yeah, that guy, you know, he kind of loosey-goosey with his mm -hmm. facts and more so into opinions. They'll know it amongst themselves, but the channel doesn't tell you. There's no difference in 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 what's being read. There's yeah. no you know uh, there's no little asterisk that mm -hmm. says you know information for entertainment purposes <laughs> only. It looks the same <laughs> as every other fucking show on there. Yeah, and so you don't realize that, and that's something that I found out that they're under no the media is under no obligation to be honest with you, mm -hmm. no legal obligation. That to me is like what? That's scary. So it's so for me, it's like, OK, so what's true? And now by now, I know I could tell you a mm -hmm. thousand stories that are 100 percent wrong that mm -hmm. I've read because I, I know the situation. Yeah. A hundred percent wrong. And nobody's at fault. Nobody's mm -hmm. at, well, we got it wrong or they can. It's the way the way it is drives me crazy. But because I always think it's about news and it's not, mm -hmm. it's no different than the TV show. You see that the reason they made the TV show is so that they can sell, you know, cars in between Jesus, the commercials. That's so crazy. <laughs> like that's why it's there. And, and so it's, it's, you're doing that. And so when you do click on a, you'll never believe what happened next or who mm -hmm. wore it best and all this <laughs> stuff. You're wondering like, huh, that's, can't believe people get paid to her. These writers are the worst. <laughs> no, it wasn't about that. It was the car commercial, the yeah. picture of the new car, the new computer, the new anything mm -hmm. that you scrolled past. That's what that whole article was there. That's the whole reason that the entire media website you went to exists isn't for media. Mm -hmm. It's it's the product that they use to push the things they're selling. It's so crazy because newspapers have advertisements. I mean, like back before the internet, that was just acceptable. Like you're reading a news story, and next to it is a is an advertisement. It, it but it was wasn't no, like it wasn't no different though. A secret. It wasn't any different though. That those were those were pushed in ways, and the advertisements still sold. Um, uh, the advertisements still sold. So mm -hmm. as more newspapers popped up, and competition became greater, mm -hmm. you started seeing the expansion of those type of clickbaity articles. Oh. When that started mm -hmm. being competition. When it was regular, when it was like three TV channels, yeah. people told the news. <laughs> when it became four, five, six, seven, uh -huh. and now 400 channels, that's when it started. When it, when it first started getting you know more competition as far as news channels mm -hmm. and stuff like that, that's when you started seeing, and, and Steph, you might be too young for this, but some of you out there are going to know what I remember. Is the toys your children are playing with going to kill them? Find out tonight at 11. <laughs> oh my God. What? It's 5 p.m. Find out at 11 if the toy... Is this common thing you have in your home going to kill your entire family? <laughs> Find out at 11. No. And you're like, what? Oh. This is, and that was like the 1980s version of clickbait. Oh, my because God. they could no longer just tell the news. Mm. They were now competing with other news agencies. They were competing for eyeballs. They were competing for numbers because the numbers that say, look, a million people tuned into your show. Well, then you can tell Chevrolet, hey, uh -huh. it's $10,000 um, to to post a commercial. Great. 
But now this new channel's up, so now you're down to 750,000 people, not a million anymore. And now you're going out 600,000. You can't still keep telling Chevrolet. So you start losing money, so you have to be like, hey, is your whole family dying today? Find out at 11. So that these people like, holy, what do I have in my house that's going to kill everybody? Let me find this out. And it turns out like, oh, if you turns out if you have ammonia in your house and you drink it as though you're at the pub having a great ammonia time, that is not good for your family. You're like, that's what you kept me up for? But they don't care. It was the car commercials oh. and the and the the shampoo commercials in between. That's, That's what they got you there for. And eventually, you think that you'd run out, you you'd skip out and understand it's clickbait. Yeah. But you don't. Even now, we all talk about clickbait. We know what clickbait mm-hmm. is, and guess what you're doing later? Click. <laughs> and you're like, oh man, oh, no. I fell for it again. <laughs> and and so you know you you, um, uh, it's 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 just like um. It's just something that we have to pay attention yeah. to. And and so the way that we're manipulated, the way that that uh, brands look to inform mm-hmm. us, <laughs> to, I'm not manipulating you into thinking you're drowning so that I can offer you a life vest. I'm informing you. I'm informing you that you're not not drowning. <laughs> and should you want to float and not die, <laughs> I happen to... Oh, look, have something that can help you. Yeah. You know, and so it's it's kind of like like um, religions do. Mm-hmm. And and I'm going to hack this up, but Christopher Hitchens used to say it so greatly. He's like, they, they, they control your entire life to so that you can alleviate the problems Mm-hmm. They gave you in the first place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you're born a sinner, uh-huh. but if you follow this, you're free. Like you're uh-huh. you're loved again. Wait, wait, wait. You gave me like I didn't know until you told me. I didn't know that I was just. Bo- I thought I was a seven year old boy who was nice to my mom and nice to again. And you told me I was just born with sin. Like shit. Like what? Like you know. So it's like you. It's it's kind of that same mm-hmm. idea. Um, but, but now compounded with the fact that we do understand so much about cognitive science, mm-hmm. so much about behavioral science. That's why I'm laughing when I say we know that it's clickbait and we're still going to yeah. click on it mm-hmm. because they have outsmarted us in the sense that they can get to your subconscious mm-hmm. and get you to click on shit that you know you shouldn't be mm-hmm. clicking on. Mm-hmm. And so, we have to just pay attention to that, like everything else, as long as we're aware of it so that we can so that we can um, navigate that and mm-hmm. and build our own barriers and boundaries and if it's unfollow and unwatch or or take it you know whenever I watch the news i I take what they say mm-hmm. and I divide it by four <laughs> like it's just there's no there's no way it's kind of like when you listen to someone's ex. Yeah. Oh, that's You take funny. what they say and divide right. it by four. <laughs> Sounds like they maybe weren't the nicest person mm-hmm. in the world. Were they the worst person in the world? Probably yeah. not. Let's divide it by four. Yeah. They're probably pretty shitty. Yeah. I clearly had a shitty experience because if you talk to the other ex, they're going to tell the opposite. And mm-hmm. what do you do? Take that's 100%? No. no. Divide it by four. It's somewhere that's in funny. the middle. And and so it, it's kind of like that when you when you see those, those uh, media stories that are biased to – 
nobody is telling you this for your benefit. Mm -hmm. They're telling you this because their product is getting you to watch advertisers. Mm -hmm. So crazy. So that's what that is. So advertisers, the people who sell things pay money so that people buy things. Mm -hmm. So if, if I'm selling, you know, this mug, if I'm selling this mug, I have to pay so people know that I have this mug for sale. Mm -hmm. And that's what the advertisers, that's the cars, the trucks, the, all, the whole retail world, where, whether it's vehicles, whether it's hospitals, where all mm -hmm. the things. In the United States, keep in mind, folks who are watching internationally, in the United States, hospitals are a retail product. It's a, it's got a CEO, a CFO. It's mm -hmm. got like they have they profit they and loss statements. They are it's not it's not it, with the exception of government mm -hmm. hospitals and military hospitals. The hospitals are private organizations, huge private mm -hmm. organizations that do have the money of some small world governments, but private organizations nonetheless. So they are also in the advertising <laughs> and business game. Yeah. And so you see all these things happening uh, during your show. So that's the that's the uh, the way that people make money. So then other people who make money say, "Oh, listen, um, for money, I'll use my platform to tell people about your product." Mm -hmm. That's why when you listen to podcasts, it's like, "Hey, don't forget to check out ABC Underwear." <laughs> I don't know about you, Steph, but when I wear <laughs> underwear, ABC's got to be it. I've never felt anything more comfortable, and and so the reason you're hearing that is the whole reason the person's doing a podcast. It's the whole reason that the TV mm -hmm. is, that's why TV companies exist and they're able to pay their stars the way they do. NBC mm -hmm. does shows. It wasn't about the show. It was about creating something that they can go and tell advertisers, hey, people watch this mm -hmm. thing. And that's why you're going to pay this much money because we have the best actors mm -hmm. and that's why... 20 million people are watching it, which is why you're going to pay a million dollars for 15 seconds, and we're going to get 100 companies to do that Jeez. every week. And so that's why those shows, those shows don't exist because they said, you know what we'd like to do today is entertain the people. <laughs> we would really like to cause a smile on your face today. That shit is not why. <laughs> Their whole business is based on the mm -hmm. fact that people can't sell things unless people know that the things are for sale. <laughs> and so... So once you recognize that, then you can take things a little bit lighter and say, yeah. okay, I can enjoy these things and know that this is, mm -hmm. this is why it is. And, and so for me, again, um, recognizing that has been uh, yeah. something we should do a whole show on it yeah, because, because it is something that mm -hmm. most people don't realize, right. uh, how, how nasty this game is and how much of it permeates, uh, everything. When you take a fat, when you when you take a fast, a social media and media in general fast, uh, I know some people who have done that. Some of my higher profile friends, the way they can get bombarded, I they just turn everything off and they mm -hmm. take like a month off. They're like, oh, be in Montana for a month. <laughs> Talk to you uh, in a month there, Steve. Uh, no phones, no one. They just bring their family, mm -hmm. their little world for a month. I've never seen any of them come back and be like, hey, that was just so horrible. <laughs> that was no, never. It's always, dude, you know what's really weird? It's like after the first few days, again, the withdrawals, mm -hmm. right? Chemical reactions. After the first few days, I realize I'm not as hungry as I was. I'm not craving all the stuff mm -hmm. that's on TV. Suddenly, my hair doesn't look dull and nasty. <laughs> like suddenly, 
My hair's <laughs> fine. What do you mean? And suddenly I'm not, and all of a sudden you don't realize you don't need all these things. Mm-hmm. And it's so crazy how quickly it happens, which is why they have to continuously bombard you because they don't want you to forget how yeah. much you don't need most of mm-hmm. this shit. And so uh, it's a great conversation to have anyway. Also, when uh, when we come back next week, let's talk more about this narcissism stuff. Yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know that we could actually do like a month-long show on narcissism. Yeah, absolutely. Being it, dealing with it, mm-hmm. dealing with others, how to not become it. I had asked that question I think it was yesterday, the day before, like it, it, about becoming one. Can you yeah. unknowingly become one after dealing mm-hmm. with so many comments, so yeah. many things across the social media platforms? How many DMs I had mm-hmm. was incredible. I have a lot of people who don't want to put their stuff out there, out there, you know? Yeah. So they'll DM me the conversation like, hey, dude, this is what happened to me. This is what this. Um, and it's, oh, man. And including some perspectives that that are that are interesting that I hadn't considered before there was one that was talking about uh no you don't become the narcissist that relationship had two narcissists in it <laughs> it's just one was the alpha narcissist so it seemed like one was the art narcissist and one wasn't um but really they were both still narcissists just one was alpha and when the relationship stopped the other one resumed being a narcissist they always were wow. they didn't uh become one or learn the behavior they were already one they were just not the alpha of that relationship that's a really great perspective that's or really interesting great. perspective mm-hmm. anyway uh that we should also discuss so definitely more more mm-hmm. on uh, uh uh more on narcissism and those type of mm-hmm. things and 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 also like the idea I saw a lot of comments, including some angry ones towards me, um, that were like, maybe they act narcissistic, but that doesn't make them narcissists. Uh-huh. <laughs> let's talk about that. Yeah, let's do I, number one, call me crazy, but when you say maybe they act, uh-huh. I'm going to go ahead and think you're talking about you. Uh-huh. Also, great point. Yeah. And where else can we apply that? It's not that someone's a murderer, right. but they act murderously. <laughs> Is that something that we can put somewhere else? They're not, Is it the kind of yeah. the same thing? Mm-hmm. Because uh, because that's a great question to ask. Yeah, um, they're not abusive. Because that brings another me. question. <laughs> At what point are you acting narcissistically mm-hmm. versus you actually become the narcissist? Yeah. that's Because what I do get in the stories and, and also in my own experiences that I do agree that the narcissist doesn't realize they're narcissists until they do realize they're narcissists. But while they're in the process of not realizing they're narcissists, they are like that interesting breed of people that set fires everywhere they go, mm-hmm. but also play the v- burn victim. Yeah. <laughs> or they'll tell you like, oh, look, I'm doing this because that person's a narcissist. Mm-hmm. So wait, so what happened? Oh, well, years ago when we were in a relationship, they did this, this, and this. Yeah. Great. So since then, I've burned <laughs> down their house three times. I've got them fired from 20 jobs. Yeah. I tell everyone I've sent, you know, random mm-hmm. notes to people about done this. And you've done all this because mm-hmm. they're a narcissist? <laughs> what have they done since that relationship? No, nothing. They just moved on as yeah. if I didn't exist. So I made sure that I ruined every minute of their day for the past <laughs> seven years because they're a narcissist. 
Huh. Hold on a second. Let's just make sure that you didn't unknowingly, without realizing, become the very thing you hate. So where is that balance mm-hmm. between self-implied or imposed justice versus becoming what you hate? Where is that idea where I talk about in, in my people to uh, to avoid? Where is it where you're in the, um, the uh, geez, the loan shark? Oh, yeah. The emotional loan shark. Mm-hmm. Like at, at what point are you an emotional loan shark but then slide into the narcissist? Yeah. Wow. So it's, it's a really slope. interesting conversation to have that's, mm-hmm. you know, I'm having it so it should be done in fun, but people get impassioned anyway. Right. And that's cool. But um, but I want to continue having those. <laughs> those those are uh, a, a lot yeah. of fun. But I hope you all enjoyed this hour. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this hour of... Well, this isn't the Steve Maraboli podcast. What do we call this? This is the Unbullshit by Living like, Chat. But that's, this isn't even the chat. The chat's the topic one. This is just like the... Hi. I hey. think I just call it good morning. Good morning. This is just us having <laughs> a little coffee. We're so what do you all think of my Zoom idea? That's Let's a, Zoom. It's a coffee. great idea. Let's coffee. What were you going to say about the um, city walk? What was I going to say about the city walk? You said. Oh, so. I think people enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And the city walk I do for the main page. Yeah. But I trust, not that I don't trust the main page, <laughs> but our folks right here all bought a cup of coffee to be in this room. So I trust you a little more. So I put in like my, my earbuds. This mm-hmm. is like a logistical thing. So when I'm recording, I, I basically just use my phone, yeah. which is why I always ask people, hey, what time is it? What time mm-hmm. is it? Because I'm using my phone. Yeah. And so I put in my phone and, and I click live and I go live and, and, uh, and I just walk. I'm mm-hmm. basically walking. I try to talk as little as possible because I think the experience is more of it than, than anything else. Um, but I think it would be great since I have my earbuds in and what they're hearing isn't coming from my phone. It's coming from my earbuds. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if I couldn't have someone else holding the camera. And following, and I can interact with people more, and I can also interact with the people watching more. So imagine I'm walking through Central Park, and I point out one of those creepy tunnels where mm-hmm. there's totally should be a clown standing. <laughs> yeah, those are so like creepy. one of those creepy tunnels. Yeah, so yeah. imagine instead of me just pointing at the creepy tunnel and saying, "Hey, look, mm-hmm. a creepy tunnel," imagine the person who I have holding the camera points at the creepy tunnel and I walk over to the creepy mm-hmm. tunnel and say, hey, look in there because you, they'll still be able to hear me. I don't have to be next to the phone. Yeah. They'll still be able to hear me because I have my earbuds in. So I, it's actually a way for me to be in the video as well as navigating through mm-hmm. the city. You know, the the person with the the camera could be standing at the bottom of the bleachers while I walk up mm-hmm. to the bleachers. And maybe on my walk up, I do interact with more people and that's caught on camera and the audio is perfect with yeah. me interacting with somebody because it's in my ears. Yeah. Uh, I just think that I wonder if that wouldn't add a cool dimension. to I that. love that. 
I wonder what they feel about it. <laughs> so let me know what you th- feel about that. Um, uh, and so that's what I was going to bring up oh, about okay. the city walk. Mm-hmm. Last city walk step, I mm-hmm. was going to do a quick thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I ended up doing for like an uh, hour. And yeah. if I didn't have, let me tell you something. If I didn't have that meeting, mm-hmm. I would have done it for another hour. Easy. It was just so <laughs> nice out. It was beautiful. It was so beautiful that um, uh, the dude playing in in, in Central Park mm-hmm. underneath uh, whatever oh, that thing's called. Yeah, um, that tunnel. He's always thing. down there, and fortunately, he did not play my mom's song, so yeah. I didn't cry like it. Sometimes he plays. <laughs> I tell you guys because <laughs> I share everything with you. Sometimes, so my mom's favorite song, especially when she was just towards the end and just mm-hmm. like listening to music, was Claire de Lune. Mm-hmm. Sometimes this dude goes down there, and and I don't know about signs or anything like that, <laughs> but I definitely take it as something that I feel like reminds me of mm-hmm. my mom, uh, in moments that I'm not wouldn't normally be thinking about uh, about my mom. So well, sometimes I go yeah. down there, and that dude is playing Claire de Lune, and that the acoustics in that place is incredible. Mm-hmm. The feeling that place is ten thousand years old. Yeah, so <laughs> the energy in that place is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and for those of you who don't know, who who have been following these recent ones, but mm-hmm. not following the ones before before the Rona hit, mm-hmm. that place is usually packed, and it's yeah. very uncommon for you to go in there, especially on weekends, that there isn't people getting married down oh, there. Oh yeah, while right. that guy's playing, mm-hmm. that guy's playing. Yeah. There's people getting married over here. There's people yep. getting married <laughs> over there. There's a bride over here. Yeah. Like, it, it's a it's so beautiful, and you would never guess that. Basically underground mm-hmm. at Central Park, uh, there's a place that that has so much love and passion mm-hmm. and beauty, um, and and so you feel all of that uh, in there. But I would have stayed there some more. And let me tell you, when this thing does <laughs> get back, even though it does seem like it might take a turn the other way, yeah. might tighten a little bit. I think I read um, that ten more zip codes, ten or twelve Jeez. more zip codes here in New York City, are are under stricter provisions because of, mm-hmm. of of a spike. So it's not heading in the right direction and it stinks because we finally just got we just got the neck off our, our the <laughs> boot off our neck just a little bit. I the know. rest of the country's like dun 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 pa. dun 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 pa. They're like, <laughs> oh, just... party over here, come to Florida, come to Texas, come. And it's like dun 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 yeah. dun pa. And we're still here, like we're a like... mask around your whole head. We and, can eat indoors and, and, now. You know, it's it's crazy. So they finally um, lifted the boot uh. a little bit, and and now it looks like it yeah. might tighten. So. Um, fingers crossed for everybody's good health, and that, of course, is the priority. Um, but should it loosen some more, mm-hmm. and 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 those type of places in Tr- Central Park opens, I, I will not be surprised if I turn on that camera with a little vino at my favorite <laughs> spot, and we'll all people watch yes. as people try to figure out navigating those canoes and that kind of stuff it's some of the funniest things you'll ever see <laughs> how more videos from that don't come out i don't know so good. just sit there and watch mm-hmm. them trying to some people who have never even used oars yeah. before something so simple is hilarious you see some people go and mm-hmm. they drop to the knee they're gonna <laughs> pop the question you see some of them it's a beautiful moment yeah. some it's a swing and a miss oh no <laughs> you planned this whole thing and she said uh... no and so you, it's it's incredible to watch, yeah. and uh, and so when things do open up, uh, I hope uh, I no one be surprised if I'm not uh, a little vinoed up <laughs> when I click 
And let's go live. <laughs> Let me share this with the people. The people. So I hope you have a fantastic day, all of you. I appreciate it. Uh, I love doing this thing. We'll, we'll talk again Monday if I don't do a live uh, before mm -hmm. then. We'll definitely talk again Monday. Uh, sending love to all of you. Catch you next time. Bye.